Hey everybody, this is Pastor Terry. I'm so glad you've joined me again for another Wednesday Bible study. This is uh this is June the 9th, and I mean we're right here at the beginning of summer and I tell you what, here in St. Louis, we have had some really nice weather. I tell you my favorite kind of weather, you know, cloud cover, uh uh pretty cool temperatures. I tell you what, I am really enjoying this weather. I I tell you what, it could be 100 degrees here right now. I know growing up, uh, back in the 70s, I remember we had some, some heat that just was unbelievable. And, uh, I mentioned the 70s because, uh, back then, there then, you know, uh, I, I didn't have air conditioning. And, and my mother, she did not like air conditioning. I mean, she didn't like it. Now, why she didn't like it, I don't know, but she didn't like it and we didn't have it. I tell you what, it would get hot sometimes in, 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 in that, that farmhouse that we lived in. I tell you what, it, uh, it, I mean, it got hot and all we had was the, uh, was, was a box, uh, fan that we'd set on the floor and, uh, it was, I mean, I'm thankful I had a house to live in, but I mean, that baby was hot in the, uh, in the summertime and, uh, but I could tell you some stories about, about that and, uh, and my mom and air conditioning and, and the things we went through. And I mean, and we could have afforded it. She just didn't like it. But, uh, so, but she's a great mom, but she just didn't like air conditioning and her and I didn't, didn't agree on that. And so some hot, hot times and we had some hot discussions about, about air conditioning, but she won out on that. We didn't have air conditioning, but, but I have it now. Thank God. And I'm, Glad that, that, that we do. Haven't had to use it much, uh, so far this year, but, uh, we'll see as the summer goes on. But anyway, hey, let's, let's get into, into the Bible. Hey, what I want to talk to you about, I think this is going to be an interesting subject. I, I think it's going to take me two, maybe three Wednesday nights to get through. But what I want to talk about is, is this. Is it okay for Christians to drink alcohol? Wow. Now, how did we get from air conditioning and heat and all that to alcohol? Well, <laughs> I don't know, but be that as it may, that's the subject that I want to talk about is, um, and I feel the Lord's impressed it upon me uh, to do this. Uh, is it okay for Christians, now I'm talking about Christians, is it okay for Christians to drink alcohol? Now, I remember, uh, you know, I was talking about my mom just a little bit ago in air conditioning, but my dad, now he passed away when I was seven years old, but I remember, uh, and he was a good dad. He really was. And my mom was, was, was a good mom. Both of them great parents. Of course, I didn't get to know my dad very, very well. You know, I, I was, I was only seven when he passed away, but I remember he, he would, uh, he, he drank beer. And, uh, I remember that he would, when I was, you know, four, five, six years old, seven years old, right in there, pro probably more like when I was five, six, seven, uh, he would, uh, he'd drink Budweiser. And, uh, by the way, my mother would always say, cause she hated drinking. She hated the alcohol. She didn't, she didn't like it at all. And, uh, but, uh, but be that as it may, she would say Bud never made anybody wiser. So, I don't know if that was original with her, but, but it's, it's, it's true. Uh, but anyway, so he would drink Budweiser and he would, uh, he would pop the beer open and, uh, and that foam would come up and then he would let me sip the top of that foam off. And so, so can you imagine that being 
four, five, six, seven years old, whatever it was. Uh, and, and, you know, when he'd pop a beer open, if I was there, I'd, he'd let me sip that foam off the top. And I mean, all I can tell you is of what I remember of that is that stuff was bitter. I mean, it was, it was, it was bitter. I mean, it, it, uh, just re- reminded me of, of Alka-Seltzer. I mean, just anyway, you know, if I was, you know, if I was a, if I was a, just a non-believing heathen, just on what I remember about the taste of that, I wouldn't be, I wouldn't be an alcoholic or a drinker anyway. I just, I mean, I just remember that being so bitter. But, uh, anyway, so, so that's, that's my only encounter with, with alcohol over all these years. And, uh, uh, of course, when my dad passed away, then that, that stopped. But, uh, but anyway, here's the question again. Is it okay? For Christians to drink alcohol, is it okay? And now, with that in mind, let, let's let's first of all let's establish, and I, and I think most people realize this, but in case you don't, let let's just look at First Corinthians chapter six verses nine and ten because it says something about uh, about alcohol in here or drunkenness that I think we all need to be aware of. It says, do not, uh, 1 Corinthians 6, 9, the Apostle Paul writing at the direction of the Holy Spirit to the church in Corinth. And, uh, and, and here, and remember this church was a church, they, they were believers, alright, they're the church, but they were carnal. I mean, they were fleshly. They were, they, 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 they were, anyway, let's just put it that, that way. They were very fleshly and Paul wrote to them. God had Paul write to them and, Try to straighten them out on, on, on lots of different things. Uh, but right here it says, Do you not know that the unrighteous will not inherit the kingdom of God? Do not be deceived. Now, now we need to take note of that. Do not be deceived. Neither fornicators, neither fornicators what? Will inherit the kingdom of God. Fornicators, that's having sex outside of marriage. Okay? Nor idolaters, nor adulterers. What is that? That's, Married people having sex with people who they're not married to. All right. They won't, in, uh, fornicators, idolaters, adulterers will not inherit the kingdom of God. Okay. What does that mean? That means they go to hell. I mean, there's no other way to interpret that. Nor homosexuals or sodomites. Okay. There's homosexuality. Homosexuals don't inherit the kingdom of heaven. Nor thieves, verse 10, nor covetous, nor drunkards nor revilers, nor extortioners, will inherit the kingdom of God. So right here we see that drunkenness, people who practice drunkenness, people that are, are you know, drunks, drunk, drunkards, will not, will not inherit the kingdom of God. And he said, don't be deceived. Don't ever get yourself to thinking, well, you know, maybe, you know, drunkenness is, isn't all that bad. Well, well, it is bad. I mean, I mean, look, I can speak from firsthand knowledge. You know, drunkenness destroys people's lives. It destroys, uh, not just the, the person that drinks, but it, it, it can hurt their spouse tremendously, their children, their family. Uh, uh, it just, it's, it's a very, drunkenness is a very destructive thing. It's not okay. And beyond all that, Drunkards will not inherit the kingdom of, of, of heaven, the kingdom of God. Okay. Another way to say that, they go to hell. Okay. Now, 
I wanted to say that just to establish that, that drunkards will not inherit the kingdom of God. Now, that being said, I haven't found, I, I can't even think of one Christian that I've ever talked to that would, uh, you know, for a real Christian now, that would would say that being drunk was okay. I've never heard one that I can think of that that has ever told me, you know, uh, you know, hey, Pastor Terry, being drunk is okay. I mean, I think at least I can say all Christians that I've ever dealt with would would concede that drunkenness is sinful. Okay. All right, now that being said, that brings us to the crux of what I want to really talk about for the next several sessions is, okay, drunkenness is sinfulness, all right, it's sin. So we're not talking here about that, all right, in the, in the next couple of sessions, all right? Drunkenness is sin, we're going to concede that. But, but here's the question, as I've already said, I want to say again, is it okay for Christians to drink alcohol, okay? as long as they don't get drunk, okay? And, and that brings me to what I want to say here in my notes. Listen, there are two schools of thought that, that I have run into on the subject of, of Christians and alcohol. Two schools of thought on the subject of Christians and alcohol, okay? Uh, two, two, two different camps uh, concerning this question, is it okay for Christians to drink alcohol? And the one camp or the one, the one position people take is this. They'll say Christians can drink alcohol in moderation as long as they stop short of drunkenness. Okay. So there's, there, listen, there are a whole lot of Christians that hold to that view, you know, and they use the scripture from the Bible that says, uh, let your moderation be made known to all men. And they say that it's okay to drink alcohol as long as one stops short of getting drunk. Okay, that's one school of thought. The other school of thought, of course, is uh, is this, that Christians must abstain completely from drinking alcohol whatsoever. In other words, Christians shouldn't drink alcohol whatsoever. So that's another camp of thinking, okay? And so what I want to do really in these next several sessions is try my best to help us answer uh, which camp we ought to be in. Which camp should we be in? Should we be in the camp that says, okay, yeah, Christians can drink alcohol as long as they do it in moderation and stop short of getting drunk? Or should we be in the camp uh, that Christians should abstain from drinking alcohol whatsoever? Actually, it's not what I think about it. What I think doesn't matter. What does the Bible say about it? What does the Bible say? What, what is God's position on this, on this subject? Should Christians, should they be drinking alcohol? You know, should they, is it okay for them to drink as long as they stop short of getting drunk? You know, or should Christians abstain completely? So that's what really this, this series is, is all about. Trying to help you understand from the Bible which is the correct view. Okay. Now, uh, in the Bible, as you study the Bible, uh, the Bible deals with the fruit of the vine. The fruit of the vine, which of course is wine. Wine. W-I-N-E. Wine. The fruit of the vine, V-I-N-E, which of course produces wine. Okay? And that's what the Bible deals with. 
And from my study, uh, what I have found, <laughs> I think it's, it's, it's pretty clear, there's two kinds of wine or two kinds of the fruit of the vine that you see in the Bible, okay? One is unfermented, unfermented, non-intoxicating, non-alcoholic, okay? So there's one kind of fruit of the vine that is is unfermented, it's non-intoxicating, it's non-alcoholic wine. And in, 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 in some cases, the Bible refers to that as new wine, okay? New wine, not intoxicating, not alcoholic. And then the other kind of wine, of course, would be the fermented, the fermented wine, which is, it's, it's in the intoxicating alcoholic kind, okay? And sometimes the Bible refers to that as strong drink. Strong drink. So you've got, uh, you know, strong drink would be the intoxicating alcoholic fermented wine. So you've got two kinds of wine in the Bible. The one kind is, is not, not intoxicating, not alcoholic, right? And the other kind is, all right? So you need to realize that as we go into this study, all right? And, and, and something else I want to say about uh, fermentation, if you, if you're not aware of it, and, and just keeping this as simple as I can, uh, fermentation, I don't want to get into all of the, the, the scientific details of fermentation, but fermentation is the result of decay, okay? It's the result of decay. So, uh, so of course, new wine, and I've already mentioned it, but I'll say it again, new wine, and, I, and, I, and I'm making, a point of it here because it's going to come up as we go. New wine, uh, we'll see it in some verses. But new wine is is non-alcoholic, non-fermented. Uh, uh, fermentation is the result of decay. I guess simplistically put, uh, the passage of time. And uh, new wine is never new wine is never a product of decay or fermentation. Is at least is is as I've been able to see it in the Bible. So it's, it's important, I think, to make that statement about what fermentation is and, and that how it brings about changing wine into an intoxicating, uh, a drink. Okay. So anyway, but simply put, just to review, two kinds of wine in the Bible. One's intoxicating, the other isn't. Okay. Now, with that said, let's look at what I consider to be maybe one of the most major verses in the Bible as it pertains to should a Christian or, or is it okay for a Christian to drink alcohol? And it's, it's found in the book of Proverbs, uh, chapter 23, verses 31 to 33. Let's look at this. And, uh, and let me read it to you. Proverbs 23, verses 31 to 33. I'm going to read it from the King James Version. Here's what the Bible says. Look not thou upon the wine when it is red. When it giveth its color in the cup, when it moveth itself aright. Now, when you study into this, when it's talking about, uh, when it's, uh, when it gives its color in the cup, when it moves itself aright, as you study into that, it's making reference to fermented wine, intoxicating, alcoholic wine. Okay? So what the Bible says here, it's saying, to look not thou upon the wine, and I'll just put it in my own words, 
when it's fermented, when it's intoxicating, when it's alcoholic. Okay, and then it goes on to say, verse 32, At the last it biteth like a serpent and stingeth like an adder. Thine eyes shall behold strange women, and thine heart shall utter perverse things. And of course, we understand that, that drunken people, uh, a lot of times, you know, will, will, uh, uh, hallucinate and those sorts of things. And certainly I've heard of myself, uh, utter perverse things. Um, and it talks about biting like a serpent, stinging like an adder. Uh, this is talking here about fermented wine, alcoholic, intoxicating wine. And the Bible says, look not thou upon it. Well, now just think about it. If the Bible says, look not thou upon it, uh, what is it telling us? We shouldn't even be looking at it, much less drinking it. Okay. So, I mean, frankly, we, we, we could almost stop right here. And I think I've answered the question or we'll say I answered the question. The Bible has answered the question about is it okay for a Christian to drink alcohol? And, and the answer is very clear. The answer is no, it's not okay. And we could stop here. And I think, I think these, these three verses, actually that one verse, verse 31 has answered that question. Look thou not upon the wine when it is, I'll say it in my own words, when it's in, intoxicating. The Bible says when it's red, when it gives its color in a cup, when it moves itself aright. When you study into that, as I said, it's talking about being fermented, being uh, intoxicating, intoxicating or alcoholic. And, and the Bible says, don't, don't look upon it, have nothing to do with it, much less, you know, drink it. Don't, don't drink it. I think I've answered the question. It's not okay for Christians to drink alcohol. Okay. And, 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 but I've got a whole lot more. I've got, I've got several pages of notes here to go through verses in the Bible that will back this up again and again and again and again. Okay. Uh, and, and I, and I, at the end, we're going to see that it's not okay for Christians to be social drinkers. It's not okay for Christians to drink in moderation. It's not okay to, for Christians to drink up to the point just short of becoming drunk and then stopping. And that's not okay. Okay. It, it just isn't. Now I've kind of given you the answer, uh, uh, up front, but, uh, you know, I, I, sometimes I'll go three sessions to get to the answer, but I'm using, I think a powerful teaching tool here. I've, I've posed a question. I've given you some things. I've answered the question really for you up front, but now I'm going to, I hope, I hope that sparked your interest because now we'll go on and I'm going to just, you know, just block by block back up what what the bible has just said it's not okay for christians to be social drinkers uh, look not thou upon the wine when it's intoxicating okay all right now now let's begin to build the case uh for this even beyond that that one verse is enough in my opinion but let's just build on that now look at proverbs 20 verse 1 proverbs 20 verse 1 king james version says, wine is a mocker, 
strong drink. Now, what kind of wine? See, as you study the Bible, there's many verses on wine. And if you get into the Hebrew words in the Old Testament, the Greek words in the New Testament, there's there's one Hebrew word in the Old Testament, one Greek word in the New Testament that's primarily used for wine. And it's they're, they're both kind of generic words. You know, I say kind of generic. They're generic words for wine. And you, you can't really tell if it's talking about the non-alcoholic or the alcoholic unless you read the context of the verse, okay? So I'm not going to get into the Hebrew words and the Greek words and all of that. I could, but I'm not going to. But but let's just try to keep this as simple as we can. But when those words are used, you have to look at the context to see if it's alcoholic wine or non-alcoholic wine. And right here, Proverbs 20, verse 1, King James Version says, Wine is a mocker. So, I mean, if you just... It, I mean, I'm going to show you that there, before we're done in this series that 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 wine the non-intoxicating wine is just great it's just fine and god wants us to drink that jesus drank that non-intoxicating wine we're going to see that we're going to talk about how when he changed the water to wine we're going to look at these things okay but but uh uh non-intoxicating wine is is just fine it's the intoxicating kind that god warns us to stay away from but right here wine is a mocker but you have to get the context of this verse what is it talking about strong drink wine that is strong drink or we could say it another way fermented fruit of the vine fermented wine for you know uh, uh intoxicating wine is a mocker non-intoxicating wine isn't but intoxicating is, and it's to be shunned by Christians, okay? It's a mocker. Strong drink is raging. See, that's just talking about intoxicating, fermented wine. And whoever is deceived thereby, there's that word deceived again, whoever is deceived thereby is not wise, okay? Now, with that said, let's... uh Let's look at something else that I think is interesting. Something else that's interesting. Let's go to Proverbs 31. Proverbs 31. Okay, now I'm over the next rest of this time this evening, and then as we go on the next couple of weeks, I'm going to just, just build upon verse by verse showing you that intoxicating drink, alcohol, is not okay for Christians, okay? Now let's look at this, Proverbs 31, verses 4 and 5, King James Version, okay? It says this, It is not for kings, O Lemuel. Now who was Lemuel? Well, that word Lemuel, that word itself, that name or word itself means devoted to God. So in one sense, you could say that the, 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 the Holy Spirit is speaking to everyone who is devoted to God. Okay. And so if you're devoted to God, you know, to the Father, to the Son, the Lord Jesus Christ, and to the Holy Spirit, He's talking to you. Uh, Lemuel was probably Solomon. Okay. As many Bible scholars believe that it's talking about Solomon. Some say it could be Hezekiah, but it's Solomon, I think. But anyway, that's beside the point. It is not for kings. It is not for kings to drink wine. Wait a minute. Hold on. we got to get the context here. What kind of wine? Nor for princes, strong drink. Now, again, I want to say this. 
we're going to show, I'm going to show you verses as we go, at least one in particular where the drinking of, well, several verses. I'm going to show you, well, several verses. I'm going to show you several passages where the, yeah, several of them, not just one, several of them as we go, that the drinking of non-alcoholic wine is just fine and commended by the Bible, commended by God. It's, it's, it, it's the non-alcoholic kind is commended by God in the Bible. It's the alcoholic kind that is not. And, uh, uh, but right here it says it's not for kings to drink wine. But see, what kind of wine is this? Nor princes strong drink. This is talking about fermented alcoholic intoxicating wine. It says it's not for kings to drink wine or princes strong drink. It's talk, this wine here is the strong alcoholic drink. It's not, it's not for kings. Lest they drink, verse 5, and forget the law and pervert the judgment of any of the afflicted. And you know as well as I do, intoxicating drink will affect your judgment. Okay? It will. It affects people's judgment. That's, that's proven fact. Alright? And, um, but, so what do we get from this verse? That, that alcoholic strong drink is not for kings, right? Now, that was in Proverbs 31, verses 4 and 5. Now let's go to the book of Leviticus. Let's go to the book of Leviticus. Chapter 10, verses 8 through 10, King James Version again. And the Lord spoke, spake to Aaron. Now, Aaron was a priest, all right? Remember that, a priest. We've already seen that alcohol, alcoholic wine, is not for kings. Now let's, let's notice this talking about a priest here. And the Lord spake to Aaron, the priest saying, do not drink wine nor strong drink. Okay. Again, the context here, it's, it's bringing out this wine is strong drink. Talking to Aaron here, the Lord spoke to Aaron saying, do not drink wine or strong drink. Thou nor thy sons, which they were priests also, with thee. Now think about that. He just told the priests not to drink strong drink, the alcoholic kind of wine. Think about that. Said to Aaron and his sons, do not drink wine or strong drink, thou nor thy sons with thee, when ye go into the tabernacle of the congregation, lest ye die. Now, when you go into the tabernacle of the congregation, lest you die. Think about that. It shall be a statute forever throughout your generations. And that you may put difference between holy and unholy and between unclean and clean. Well, let me just say it this way. There's a difference between the fruit of the vine, wine, which is not alcoholic, and the Bible commends the drinking of that. It's the alcoholic kind that the Bible warns us to not drink. And right here, the priest was warned. They were warned not to drink it because it was an unclean thing to do. It was an unholy thing to do. Now, of course... People will come in there and they'll say, well, that was just when they went into the tabernacle of the congregation. 
Well, look, something I've learned about God, and uh, I've learned this, I learned this before I, I've been in the ministry for some 35 years, pastoring for 27 years, but I, but I, I've seen it more so than ever over the last 27 years of pastoring, you know, hundreds and hundreds and hundreds and into the thousands of people. Now, not all at the same time, but over years as people would come through and, you know, our church over the many years, I've seen, seen, you know, I've, I've pastored many, many hundreds of people, just not all at the same time because people come and go. But, uh, 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 be that as it may, I've learned this. It's not okay to act one way at church and another way at home. That's not okay. And, but people will come in here and they'll say, well, yeah, the priests were told not to drink the alcoholic drink when they went into the tabernacle of the congregation. But it's okay for them to drink at home. And I've learned this about God. And like I just said, and I want to reiterate it. It's not okay with God for you to act one way at church and another way at home. It's not okay to be nice to people at church and mean to people and be mean to people out in, at home or elsewhere. You know, I've watched people come to church and put on their, their goody two shoes and act goody two shoes at church and they leave church and then just treat people miserably. That's not okay. That's not okay in any, in any way, shape, form or fashion. So if it's not okay to drink this stuff at church, it's not okay to drink this stuff at home or, or, or at, or at the, or at the restaurant. Well, it's, well, well, we, we, we shouldn't drink this stuff at church, but, um, but we can go out to the restaurant afterward and drink it. Well, no, 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 no. It's not okay to do one thing at church and another thing when you're not at church. That would be called hypocrite. Okay. And I could teach a whole nother lesson on that. I think we could all agree it's not okay to be hypocritical. Okay. So, but I just wanted to point that out because some people say, they'll say, well, it's, it's okay for the priest to drink this uh, strong drink at home, but not at church. No, no, your conduct needs to be, and I could bring other verses in to show that we need to be consistent in our actions. It's not okay for a priest to drink Strong drink, wine or the strong drink, the alcoholic kind of wine. And I mean, and it's very serious, lest ye die. I mean, that, that's, don't, he said, don't, when you come into the tabernacle of the congregation, don't do it lest ye die. This is serious stuff. Okay. So it's not okay for a king to drink alcohol. It's not okay for a priest to drink alcohol. And now you might say, well, Pastor Terry, I'm not a, you know, I'm a Christian, but I'm not a king and, I'm not a priest. Oh, what did you say? You said you're a Christian, but you're not a king and you're not a priest? Oh, wait, wait a minute. Let's read Revelation 1, verses 5 and 6, uh, King James Version. And I'm using the King James here this evening. I mean, I could use New King James and others. I just, my notes happen to be on this subject, uh, for the most part, King James. I have some other verses, I think, in the Amplified and New Classic and New King James. But anyway, you're saying you're a Christian, but you're not a king or a priest. Well, okay. Revelation 1, verses 5 and 6. Let's read this. And from Jesus Christ, who is the faithful witness and the first begotten of the dead and the prince of the kings of the earth, unto him that loved us and washed us from our sins in his own blood and has made us. This is talking about believers in the Lord Jesus Christ, those who really trust in him. And hath made us kings and priests. 
Wow. Unto God and his Father, to him be glory and dominion forever and ever. Amen. What did the Bible just tell us? It told us that if you're a Christian, you are a king and a priest. And what did we just read? We read that it's not okay for a king to drink alcohol and it's not okay for a priest to drink alcohol. Powerful. I mean, we could almost, I mean, we could have stopped, like I said a while ago after Proverbs 23, 31, we could have quit right there. And I, I think I proved that it's not okay for Christians to be social drinkers of alcohol. But now, I mean, see, I'm just going to build here as we go. A king should not be drinking alcohol. A priest should not be drinking alcohol. And a Christian is a king and a priest. I mean, wow. How about that? So we should not be drinking alcohol. Okay. Now you'll have people come in there and say, yeah, yeah, yeah. But that king and that priest that you were talking about, Pastor Terry, was, was in the Old Testament. We're in the New Testament here. Well, you know, I've learned something else. Is, is tip, typical kind of a rule of thumb here. When Christians, you know, uh, uh, start saying, well, that was Old Testament. We're in the New Testament, you know. It's like tithing. So, well, we don't have to tithe because that was Old Testament. We're in the New Testament. Of course, I like the, the, the response to that should be, well, if God uh, required 10% in the Old Testament under the law, wouldn't he require more in the New Testament under grace? And when you start talking about that, where people have, you know, would, would be implied that they would need to give more than 10%, they're real happy to go back to the Old Testament 10%. You know what I mean? And so, uh, uh, friends, the Bible has told us it's not okay for a king to drink alcohol or a priest to drink alcohol. And then the Bible just told us that if we're Christians, we are kings and priests. Thus, it's not okay to drink alcohol. Okay? Now, now I want to say it again. The non-alcoholic type of wine we'll see in the next session. It's fine to drink that. It's wonderful to drink that. But it's not okay to drink alcohol. Okay, and and I've given you, I think, some pretty powerful stuff here this evening, but but wait, there's more. I've got more for you, but uh, let's see, I've been going about 34 minutes, so I'm going to try to keep these to around 30 minutes a piece, and so I'm going to unhook right here, but next time, uh, we'll begin to look at some of the verses that, uh, that commend uh, drinking of wine that's non-alcoholic. Uh, and, and then we'll, uh, well, I'm going to talk about Jesus and wine. Think about that, Jesus and wine. And, uh, you know, Jesus drank wine, but I'm going to show you what kind of wine that it was, okay? And he served it to the disciples. We're going to see what kind of wine it was. And he turned the water to wine, but we're going to see what kind of wine it was. And we're going to talk about Jesus. You know, they accused him of being a wine bibber. <laughs> I want to, sh to show you what a wine bibber was, and we'll talk about that a little bit. We'll talk about, uh, 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 you know, well, at the Last Supper, you know, uh, and, and the wine there, and I've already alluded to that, and uh, uh, and then uh, Jesus, he, he drank wine on the cross, but he drank and he didn't drink on the cross. Ooh, that should have... Uh, wet your appetite to come back and find out what, what do you mean he drank and he didn't drink wine on the cross? What well, I'm going to answer that. I think next time we'll get to that. And then after that, I've got a, I've got uh, several other things 
that 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 will uh, I think think bless you and, and and help you see that that uh, it's not okay for Christians to drink alcohol. Okay, and so uh, but uh, but anyway, there you have it, part one, and uh, I think you, I think you're gonna find the rest of this as interesting and maybe even more interesting than I think probably more interesting even than what I've already shared. So I just, I'm just teaching this. I'm not teaching this to put anybody down. I'm not, you know, I'm not teaching this to be holier than thou in any way. I'm just trying to give you some information from the Bible for you, for you to, uh, conduct your life by. Okay. So, Hey, thanks for joining me tonight. Uh, next Sunday at Summit Church, 10 o'clock, I'm going to continue with part three message of the Kings. We're going to look at David and Bathsheba, and oh my gosh, some great lessons there. And uh, then we'll pick up with, is it okay for Christians to drink alcohol next Wednesday night? So God bless you, and enjoy this good Missouri uh, summer weather. Okay, hope it stays cool. God bless you. See you next time. Bye-bye.